1: There Let it swell in our way, but we climb the still every day.
0: The oh, yes. Where we oh, lost. yes.
1: Richard Gere sweeping Deborah Winger off her feet. Alex dressed like a Officer and his wa- officer whites, Deborah Winger working in some factory, gross, poor, <laughs> but he doesn't stop gear from coming together at the end. Officer and gentlemen, a time gone by. Well, this is never coming back, and let me tell you what, what that means. That means you had a hit movie that summer, you had a hit summer movie, officer and gentlemen, Richard Gere, Deborah Winger, Lou Gossett Jr. at their best. All of them at their best. Uh, the movie was a hit. Then the song from the movie is a chart hit. The same summer. Mm-hmm. So you go see Officer, Gentleman. Okay, you love it. Oh my God! I wish I was like Richard Gere or Deborah w- or oh, whoever. And then you go to the beach that weekend. And this song is playing on all the radios. Yeah. Like, oh, it happened pretty much every summer from 1976 mm-hmm. to 2000, whatever Two nine. No, not 2000, not that high, but 95. Yeah. I'll give you Armageddon. Oh, Aerosmith yeah. giant hit. I'll keep going. Uh, I, I have the tiger survivor, Rocky three, mm. um, Rocky theme, Star Wars theme. I mean, just movies a hit. Goodbye, girl. We've played that song on mm-hmm. here. That's a. Good, it was a hit song, hit movie. Yeah, gone, never to be revisited. Where you will have a hit movie in a theater and a hit song as well. Mm-hmm. That's why where the world is the way it is right now because you people fucked it up. You people did it. You. You did it. Mm-hmm. Al, I'm talking to you. Al. Yeah. I know.
0: Uh, yeah, you
1: guys did. It. Uh, so there you go. That's a, that's how we start off Thursday's Cover to Cover with just some uh, reminiscent uh, over here at Cover to Cover. Always fun for us to do. Great movies Officer and Gentleman. Still probably holds up. Uh, you know who looks good? Speaking of days gone by, for some reason I started to follow her on Instagram, and now I'm very intrigued by her life. Debbie Gibson.
0: Okay. Debbie
1: Gibson. We all know Debbie Gibson. She's a Long Island girl, one of my people. We're from the same part of the world. And we all know Debbie Gibson. Uh, pop princess and uh, all of the things that she was. Mm-hmm. And she's always been in the world still. You know, she, I think she does some Broadway here and there. She's Debbie Gibson. Uh, seems like she's having a nice life. Let me tell you why. She looks fantastic. Yeah. I don't know how old she is. I mean, I think she's got to be late forties, early fifties. Fifty three. Fifty three. Fifty three. She looks great. Never married. Never children. And she seems to be doing something now. At least judging by her Instagram, that she's just living in a like a like a like a camper, like a Winnebago. Like really? A, she seems to I'll be just driving a around the country. In a, in a camper and living her life, singing songs, laughing, you know, going to like, still going to some events, some big things, talking very, you know, openly and candid about, you know, the day, her days in the 80s, her mm-hmm. days in the 90s, some of her friends, some of the people that she knew, and she's a good follow, and she seems like a good lady. I'm all about Debbie Gibson. <laughs> Now I found, I don't know, I happened to see a clip, and I'm like, oh, I'll follow Debbie Gibson, and I think she's living the van life.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm looking for something on this, but yeah. I can't find anything. And she's, in, you know, I, I mean, keeping
1: it together. Yeah. She could have went many different ways. You know, uh, listen, there's a book out right now. I think it came out today, Britney Spears. Yeah. A similar career trajectory. Admittedly, maybe Britney Spears had a was bigger. Mm-hmm. Uh, and at, at a little bit of a different time, there was more of an innocence, I believe, to Debbie Gibson mm-hmm. than there was to Britney Spears, for whatever reason. I'm not exactly sure why. Uh, we, I think people were more... I think people sexualized Britney Spears more than they did Debbie Gibson. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong in saying that, but I believe that's the case. And I think it was a sign of the times, maybe. Because we had... Not where well, I was even a little older than than the Debbie Gibson era, but like your Debbie Gibson and your and your Tiffany came around the same time, and neither one of them were like sexualized the way Britney Spears seemed to be, mm-hmm. and that might be why we have the problems that Britney Spears Could is having. Part of it, yeah, and Debbie Gibson doesn't seem to have them, or I, or, or who knows? Maybe mm-hmm. you know Debbie Gibson doesn't have mental illness and and. Britney Spears maybe does. I don't, you know, who yeah. knows. But anyway, it does seem that they're, they they ended in, up in different places. Yeah. And Tiffany, who didn't have, I don't think, the chart success that Debbie Gibson had. Debbie Gibson had several hits. I think Tiffany pretty much had one. You guys will correct me if I'm wrong, I'm sure. But she pretty much had one big, giant hit. Mm-hmm. And that was a cover of a Tommy James and a Shondell song. I think we're alone now. So I don't even know if, if you don't write the songs, I'm not exactly sure the money you make. In the case of Debbie Gibson, I believe she wrote her own music, so I think she, she made a buck. Mm-hmm. So she could probably drive around in a camper yeah. now and not have to worry about too much. But I'm I'm not kidding when I say I think she's driving around. I don't know if she's doing it for like a TV show or something. Uh-huh. Doesn't seem like it. I'm looking. It and seems I- like she's just parking at the beach yeah, and just enjoying life. Yeah, I can't find life. anything,
0: but... Maybe that's how you know she's doing it well. Well,
1: I'm all I'm I'm a I'm a fan. I'm a fan of Debbie Gibson. I want to. Uh, there's a few people in my life that I see that I'm like. I'd like to. I think Debbie Gibson and I could sit down mm-hmm. and have a have a quality dinner and a lot of laughs. Yeah. For several reasons, we've both been through, um, you know, that that era of our lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're Long Island people. And she seems like she's uh, can you know get a joke, laugh at herself. So if Debbie Gibson's hearing this and you wanna get dinner one night, nothing no no crazy business nothing dirty. No, nope. you know, just let me know.'ll I'll swing by wherever you name the I'll pick up the check. Yeah. you name the don't go crazy. Oh, Come. Yeah. One appetizer. Don't we'll get two. All right, and I don't even know if she's a drinker. Who knows? That's probably why she looks so good. She's probably mm. clean
0: living? Clean living. Yeah.
1: So uh, go, plenty I, of
0: space to park the RV. <laughs> yeah,
1: she could pull the RV up to Craigs or wherever. Yeah. You call. You name the place. Mm-hmm. I'll meet you. It feel like she's been out lately. From what I'm seeing on her Instagram, she's been like a Pacific Coast Highway in the Malibuish area. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm I, I'm down there. You want to swing by the the place, the Malibu place? I'll take you to Nobu. Mm-hmm. You, you name it. Yeah. Your choice. You
0: can borrow the shower. You can
1: Bridget Everett, charge
0: your phone. Bridget
1: Everett, the actress in that show that I like on HBO, friend of you know Amy Schumer, friend of like just, she's another one. Mm-hmm. I'd like to hang out with Bridget Everett. I'd like to sit down and have a conversation with Bridget Everett, just the two of us, just chatting it up. What, how'd you get to where you are? How's it going? How do you like this business? You're great. I'm a fan. Love you. That's about it. You want to hear one more? One more. I'd love to sit down and just have, I don't, no, no, you know, and because I don't want to sit down and be on like, oh, my God, you're such a big star, I can't even talk. Like, I feel like Debbie Gibson and Bridget Everett, we can be normal together.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mookie Wilson. Okay. Yeah, Mookie Wilson played for the New York Mets. Okay. Mookie Wilson uh, had a very famous, now that we're coming up on the World Series again, this is 1986, Mookie Wilson, uh, Uh, is famous for hitting a ball down the first base line, goes through Bill Buckner's legs, and Mookie Wilson gets to first base. The Mets wind up winning the World Series, 1986. It's the last time the Mets won the World Series. That's the sad part. Mm -hmm. But I believe Mookie Wilson, in my mind, this is a play I've watched probably 10,000 times, the ball going through Bill Buckner's legs and Mets winning the World Series. I believe Mookie Wilson would have beaten it out whether the ball was picked up by Bill Buckner or not. Mm-hmm. And I want Mookie Wilson's uh, take on that. Yeah, because he was the fastest guy in baseball at the time. He was halfway up the first base line. B- Bill Buckner's knees were shot. He shouldn't even have been playing. He was way off the bag when the ball went through his legs. He would have never beaten Mookie Wilson to first base. Mookie Wilson would have slid head first, safe anyway. And I want to talk to him about that. Yeah. Anybody else?
0: Me? <laughs> I want to talk to him about that, too.
1: What about you, Alex? Anybody you want to sit down with? Oh. And I'm not talking people you're idolizing. People you think you could have a normal conversation. A n- See, I have no desire to sit down with Britney Spears. Even if someone said, Britney Spears wants to sit down on mm-hmm. cover to cover with you. She's been and taking talk her meds. And talk all about <laughs> yeah. whatever. I would have I have no desire. Uh-huh. I, don't, I don't want to do it there's just, just some people that I just like eh, that doesn't do anything for me mm-hmm. but I feel like Debbie Gibson and I could have a nice time you know well like I'd love to sit down with one of these because I, I feel sometimes when people have these people on they're not getting enough out of them I want to know I, I feel like sometimes when I watch celebrity interviews or I watch I, the, the large chunks are left out of like the The like, I feel like if you sat down on a podcast, it'd be a better way Mm -hmm. to get. I'll tell you one anybody from the Brady Bunch, a Barry will let's go with Barry Williams. He's currently on Dancing with the Stars, who played Greg Brady. I want to know how you got the part because you never really like how many auditions did you go on Mm -hmm. uh, to get the part? What did you think when you showed up? Like, I know he was a kid, kid, I mean, they were real young when they started that show, but like, what. What was it all like like uh, what is it like to be that guy yeah um isn't that it? I'd say that'd be interesting mm-hmm. I'd okay let me sit down here you go you ready yeah I'm gonna I'll reserve the table you guys tell me if you're available me Debbie Gibson um uh Barry Williams Bridget Everett and Mookie Wilson Table for five. Mm-hmm. No boo in Malibu. I'll pick up the check. Okay. Once again, everybody, one appetizer. Barry Williams, don't go Not Don't take it to go bag. I know. I don't know how well you're doing, but you're not taking, let me get something to go. Yeah. Don't go crazy. Uh, Mookie Wilson, I don't know. He seems, I don't know how much money he made. He played in 80s baseball when they weren't making a ton. Mm-hmm. But I'll pick up his. I don't think he's a drinker. He seems to be a man of God. Uh, I don't think any of them are drinkers, to be honest with you. Yeah. So maybe I save there. You know what? Because none of you seem to be drinkers, maybe Bridget Everett, I'm not sure. I don't know. I think you're all clean living. But uh, because none of you seem to be drinkers, two appetizers. Two apps. That's the offer. And a
0: main course. And a dessert maybe for Bridget? Oh, don't get... What am I, made of money? Jesus Christ, you just... What am I? This is craziness. What kind of dessert did they have over at Malibu? Nobu? I don't
1: even know what that dessert... Or no, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I... uh, you know, we take Beckett there sometimes. And they they'll do a vanilla ice cream for mm-hmm. us. You know, so but uh, it's twenty seven fifty for it, but whatever. <laughs> oh. Anyway, uh, I'd like to do that. Uh, that that's that's not even what we came to talk about. I yeah. don't even know why. Just before we came to air, I happened to look at Debbie Gibson's latest Instagram post, and she's driving the camper, mm-hmm. and she's singing songs, and she you know she's not one of those people who do- needs to be dolled up. She she puts herself out looking. You know the way you she would look in the morning, and looks good. Mm-hmm. You seeing what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Look at the she pictures. She looks real good. I know. Anyway, so there you go. Now you want to talk about real stories? Yeah. Okay. I got plenty. I got plenty today. <laughs> I've, I've given myself plenty to talk about on a Thursday, um, and you know it's all stuff that that we do over here on this podcast. Um, I guess it's starting to make more sense to me these days because we've. Mentioned it before, and uh, I've and, I, and I'm wondering why, what the problem is. But now it's starting to make sense to me, and basically the problem is the sugar. Mm-hmm. Breakfast sandwiches are on the rise, and cereal is really losing steam. This mm-hmm. is in today's Washington Post. So it's becoming such an issue, the cereal down, this downfall of cereal. Yeah, that it's now gotten out of like the little. You know, little weird websites we go to to find our food news, and it's in the Washington Post. Yeah, it's making it's making national and world news, and what's taking over
0: is the breakfast sandwich, which is deserved. Yes, you believe so. I'm a breakfast Sammy guy. That that now, might be my favorite food. Oh, is that right? A good breakfast. Yeah. Okay,
1: but tell me how. And okay, give give me uh, the 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 perfect breakfast sandwich. What's on it?
0: Perfect breakfast oh, soon.
1: Before you even do sorry that, to, sorry to cut you off. Before you even do that, what are you starting with? Okay, because let bread. me tell you You're what. You're talking bread. Yeah. Okay, here's what the Washington Post says. It can start with any of these three things, okay? It can be uh, a combination of, uh, or a bagel croissant or English muffin, or biscuit, or bread. Mm-hmm. Or just regular bread. Yeah. What do you go with?
0: I think it's going to depend on your protein, but I'm a biscuit guy. I'm So you start with biscuit. a biscuit.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Now what are you doing? Uh, I like an I like like an over medium egg. I want a little runny. Okay. I like a little bit wow. of yolk in there. Then what? Bacon. You're frying the egg then,
1: uh, like a fried
0: egg. Yeah, with the, So sure. The yolk's out. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, bacon. Okay. And then uh, probably some pepper jack. Whoa! Whoa! Holy shit! This is
1: a gourmet. This is
0: how I roll. Wow! Yeah.
1: Now that's better than Fruit Loops. Yeah. Exactly. You know. All right. Well. Once upon a nostalgic American time, breakfast was cereal. That's it. Mm-hmm. A bowl, a spoon, and an increasingly sugary product shaken from a box spelled the morning meal for many a kid. Uh, but no longer. Breakfast for kids and their time-pressed parents. This seems to be the issue. time People are pressed for time. Mm-hmm. But I believe when pressed for time, there's nothing faster than cereal. Yeah, I mean, I actually do it sometimes with Beckett. I got to tell you this Beckett, I don't know what we're, who we're, who we're bringing up here. And I I mean, I'm, I don't know. Sometimes I look at I'm like, who the hell are you? You know, they sent him, I gave him my, I had my nephew here a few weeks ago for my parents' birthday. Not my brother's birthday, sorry. Uh, And uh, my nephew was here from New York. He's 12 he, he went and bought Cinnamon Toast Crunch for himself because he wanted. he's going to be here three days. Can't go without Cinnamon Toast Crunch for three days. Yeah. So we have the Cinnamon Toast Crunch still here. I pour Beckett some Cinnamon Toast Crunch. She's like, what the hell's this? I don't like this sugary crap. Wow. I know. I what like, are you doing? I know.
0: What the hell are we doing wrong here? All these Annie's oh, uh, my God. cookies. So, yeah, and... that's what
1: it is. It's like mm-hmm. all this other. So uh, anyway, that's the, but no longer breakfast, the kid time, but uh, behold the breakfast sandwich the brashest phenomenon to hit the morning hours since the alarm clock Ooh. a phenomenon that has wound into our lives without us really even noticing. Mm-hmm. When do you think you first noticed a breakfast sandwich,
0: Alex? Oh, I mean, I was a child of the McDonald's sausage biscuit. So that's it. It I was mean, It my was, whole it life. was yeah. the
1: Egg McMuffin. Yeah. It was the original go-to mm-hmm. breakfast sandwich. And we didn't know anything of a breakfast sandwich before that. No. Maybe we, Long Islanders, New Yorkers- Bacon, and egg, and cheese. Bacon, egg, and cheese. Yeah. They, they, that everybody sold pepper, ketchup, whatever people say all the time. It's the famous thing you used to get in a New York deli. I don't even know if they- I remember when I first came to Los Angeles in nineteen whatever eighty eight or whatever it was, we had just come from Long Island where this was a thing you would get if you worked in construction yeah. like myself and or whatever. You'd stop at the deli, you'd get this bacon, egg, and cheese, salt, pepper, ketchup, and they knew how to do it. They, mm-hmm. they were done with it in two seconds. Crack the egg, no bullshit, no fake crap, no. And uh, and we went to a deli it was with my buddy Carl who's from Long Island as well. And we went to a deli here in like the Los Feliz area, and they had they were like, "What? What? They yeah. had no idea what we were talking no about. No clue." And I don't know, things have changed because they're more they're you know like they're in the Washington Post. Yeah, the breakfast sandwich is where it's at. So there you go, and you're a fan, right? I'm a huge fan. It's portable. That's the other thing. Mm-hmm. On the run, quick. I've never been on the run. That's the problem. <laughs> I've never had to run anywhere yeah. in my life. Thank God. I don't want to be a guy who needs to be on the run. Mm-hmm. Oh, I gotta get life together. Even now, I'm taking my daughter to school in the morning. I got it. I'm not rushing anywhere. Mm-hmm. We make it or we don't. What's the di- what are you learning to do? Finger paint? Yeah. You could be a few minutes late for the dumb shit you're gonna do. Yeah. Today, you know what the letter of the week is? What you? Ooh. So yesterday she goes, Daddy, the letter this week is you. Tell me some words that begin with you. I couldn't think of one. I was completely stumped. I was so I'm like, Oh shit, you. So my wife goes, umbrella. I was like, Okay, that's a good, that's a good one. Good Didn't one. even think of it. Then I said, Oh, unicorn and my, and my daughter goes, Somebody already said that one in the class. Yeah. So anything else? Hack. I I know, like I'm laying on an old <laughs> hack. Heard it. I said, What about uh underwear? That's a good one. Yeah. She wasn't impressed. So then, that's a then everyone nine letters. That's what I thought. Then everyone I said after underwear was had the word under. And I said underwear, underwater, underwhelming. Mm -hmm. As all my answers seem to be. Yeah, she's not even fucking reacting. So yeah, I couldn't think of anything with you. Mm -hmm. But anyway, that's the letter of the the letter of the week. They have a letter every week. I feel like going in a very strange order. Yeah. I, but there must be something to it. I'm not going to question these teachers. But like, Letter of the Week last week was I. Today's you. And then it was like, I'm like, what about A, B, C, D, E, F, G? And you're like, how about that? Mm-hmm. But they must be doing it in a way where kids learn better. Yeah. I don't ask questions. I just, you know, do my business and go home. <laughs> uh, anyway, so that's the that's that's a big story Serialist over here. It, serial is crashing and burning. Is, it just keeps crashing and burning. Wax figures. I Celebrity wax figures So many Do we need them? No Do we I've never I remember though There was a, a Madame Tussauds <laughs> uh, Yeah Was always As a child I used to like Look at these pictures of them And go Oh my god Like That is so good like that looks like the real person you'd hear about, Madame Tussauds. Like there was a the one location, like somewhere in, in England, yeah, that you would be able to go see Madame Tussauds wax museum and see whoever it was, you know, Queen Elizabeth. You'd yeah. see a wax. And as a kid, I was kind of fascinated by it. Then they started to pop up, you know, Madame Tussauds on Hollywood Boulevard, Las Vegas, Las Vegas. Yeah. I've still never gone in and seen a wax statue up close okay. ever. Um, but every now and again, there will be a celebrity wax statue made and there will be a huge controversy over how it doesn't look good. Yeah. It's terrible. They didn't get the features right. Look at this awful wax statue. Same thing happens with actual statues. You know, like they'll do a statue. I remember years ago they did a statue of Lucille Ball in some park in her hometown Mm -hmm. and it just was awful. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but anyway, I think that soccer player too, Christian Ronaldo, Ronaldo. they made one of him that was really bad. Uh, And then you'll see a lot of wax statues where people get really upset about it. Anyway, the latest one is The Rock. Yeah. They have a new, uh, the most recent wax (sighs) rendition of Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Uh, the sculpture commissioned by the Grevin Grevin Museum in Paris. Mm -hmm. Also, I guess you can go see wax. Statues over there as well. Oh, nice. Is built like a rock uh, with ripped arms protruding from the sleeves of a fitted polo shirt. Peeking out our Johnson's signature bicep tattoos. Uh, but the painter is but it's since its unveiling last week, what was supposed to be Johnson's wax doppelganger has been ridiculed online
0: mm-hmm. with
1: its smooth complexion. And light. see, here's the problem the skin color is too light.
0: Yeah. Looked like Vin Diesel.
1: That's what everybody says. Everyone says it looks like Vin. They basically probably had a Vin Diesel ready to go, and they were like, "Well, how about make it?" He's like, "Well, I don't know. Does anybody want the Vin Diesel?" Like, "Well, it's Paris, so let's class it up a little bit. You know, let's can you make that Vin Diesel into a rock, tattoo a bull on his arm?" Yeah, and they were like, "Okay, I could do it," and they did it. Yeah, because a lot of people saying it looks like very Mister Clean, Mm
0: -hmm. very that's a good one, Vin
1: Diesel. Uh... Anyway, there there's it's it's been, gotten so much flack that uh the rock has responded. Dwayne Johnson has responded, and he said that they're taking it back into wherever they take these things, back into the factory, mm-hmm. and they're gonna darken it up a little bit. Dark. They're gonna, Ooh, they're gonna I make don't know. they're gonna make them look a little Yeah, which now this it's could a process be a, you don't wanna I mean it does kind of look like the rock in the face. It's actually very mm-hmm. good, but it is it's somewhere in the head that that I'm having a problem with. His yeah. head is not doesn't look, uh, uh yeah. It, maybe it is just a light coloring. I think yeah, I think it's the color. But I, I think so too. It might be the color.
0: I think the rock's got a little pointier of a head on top too. That's, it looks yeah. Anyway. I saw. I mean, th- I, this. I saw three wax figures in the news this week. Like a lot of celebrity wax.
1: Uh, they're having Lil problems. Wayne with was them?
0: upset with his. Wait, they made a Little Wayne. They one? They just made a Little Wayne one. Is yeah, that, where is that one being uh, showcased? <laughs> oh, who really? Knows? I'll get the answer for you. Hold on. But
1: I then- hope I never have to go to. Do I have to go to one of these? So was my daughter going to one day go? Where do I? How, I got to go to the wax museum.
0: Uh-huh. I don't want to have to do that. You don't want to have to do that. Uh,
1: okay. How about another story? How about how about something that we could really? Home Depot. Ooh. Home Depot. We've talked about it a lot. I'm almost he- I'm almost hesitant to talk about it because because we've talked about it before on the podcast. I every time this thing is used in any TikTok or Instagram, you know, video or funny video, people will send it to me. They will send it to me. They will send me anything that is a twelve foot skeleton in it.
0: <laughs> okay, and
1: it's just because we talked about the twelve foot skeleton at Home Depot. Um, it was it was the king. It has still, still still since been the king of Halloween for the last three years. They call him Skelly. The name of it is Skelly. Uh, it was they believe it was created in twenty twenty is when they first released the twelve foot. Home Depot skeleton. Mm-hmm. It's, I believe, $299, 300 bucks. Um, and it. they believe the pandemic helped a lot. People yeah. were very bored in 2020 in their homes, and everybody went out and got Skelly, the 12-foot skeleton. It's unusually impressive size. And maybe the fact that skeletons are, and here's the other thing I agree. They're quite bare bones enough to work with any type of home decor. And whatever the case, you can use it for other holidays, I've seen people keep it out there at Christmas, yep. put a Santa Claus hat on it, Fourth of July, they put a, you know, uh, Uncle Sam yeah. uh, paraphernalia a- on it. So they could use it for many. <laughs> it's not just for Halloween. Yeah. Anyway, Home Depot's having a lot of problems because they're trying to come up with another, they need something else. Mm-hmm. They need another uh, Skelly. Uh, the problem is. For the handlers back at Home Depot, Skelly has achieved such dizzying levels of celebrity that they can't find an act to follow him. So I, so what they did this year, Lance Allen, who oversees all of Home Depot's holiday decorations, he's doing a pretty good job. Yeah. I got several of them. So this Lance Allen's killing it. Yeah. They got some good shit over they got,
0: there. Did you get Dr.
1: Bones there? Yes, I got Dr. Bones there. Oh. Okay. Yes, of course I did. <laughs> yes. The only reason I got Dr. Wood is because it's small. hmm I mean, it does, at times, look like a creepy, like it looks like a looks like a, a child skeleton, which I think is an odd mm-hmm. choice. Yeah. Like, oh, you got a child skeleton. I'm like, yeah, don't think about it that way, but it does kind of look like a child it skeleton. It could just be a small one. I know, but whatever. All right, so it was a small, little a person small skeleton. Adult, even, yeah. Maybe, I don't know which maybe one's creepier. more depressing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know which uh, one's going to get you in hotter water. But anyway, it was, this guy, Lance Allen, oversees, and he came up with the giant skeleton. Mm-hmm. He's the one who, I mean, he must have... Taking the rest of the week off when he came up with this thing because it has put—I mean, Home Depot's on the map, but it's on the map for you know what—it's yeah. tools and I mean it, now it's become the place to go. Now for, it's
0: competing with Lowe's. I know. Well, know. It's Alex.
1: You know the you know our term over here. Lowe's is for the ladies. Yeah. With Lowe's is for Chris. Lowe's is for the ladies, <laughs> uh, and he might be right. I will keep trying to get uh, lightning to strike again, but really everything was just a perfect storm when I created that guy. He said. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alan is confident that he has at least discovered a few supporting players. Uh, he says he has a talking seven-foot witch, Lethal Lily. I've seen it. Okay, it's, it's no Skelly. It's no Skelly. It's no Skelly. It's pretty good. Uh, they She's almost completely sold out, so that's good. Everybody's embraced her pretty well, Alan says. He declined to provide hard numbers for any of the Home Depot products. He's like Netflix. This guy won't tell you, you know, like, how many people are watching.
0: Listen, a lot of people, but... You Don't know what else is doing it. pretty
1: good over there? Predator of the Night, an animatronic beast with a visible rib cage and blood red veins. See, these are all too gory. Mm-hmm. The skeleton is not too gory. So it's like fun. my daughter could walk past and have fun with it. Mm-hmm. Like this guy, Predator of the Night, or even, uh, what the hell's her name? Lethal Lily. Lethal Lily. They're a little too scary. Anyway, Predator of the Night's 12 feet, uh, rippling through his 12 foot wingspan. Uh, also has made a promising debut according to uh, Alan. Even standing next to Kelly, it looks great. Mm -hmm. So he says, get both. You know, some people do. You see those weirdos on your block who have just, you know, 25 things on their front lawn. They really take it seriously. Yeah. We really half-assing it over here at the Franjola house. (laughs)
0: I wasn't gonna say anything, no, Alex.
1: Don't you dare!
0: I won't. Don't you? I, I don't wasn't gonna. You, I don't even
1: know what the hell you people are doing over <laughs> here you know, on the projects. But we're over
0: here. We got pumpkins out.
1: We our problem is you can't see in our front yard, mm-hmm. and we don't want to put. You it can on the, see a
0: skelly. What if I got the fucking twelve footer? But here is my problem well, you with the twelve footer gates. I guess so.
1: Well, I know. Honestly, if I put that twelve footer out there, you wouldn't even see it because of the hedges. Yeah, uh, and also, okay, now it's done. What do I do with it on November 2nd? I've said this before. Like, what am I going to do with a four-foot femur? Like, I, where am I going to put it?
0: <laughs> Honestly, so, I say you keep I mean, it up have in the a backyard. I I have a
1: lot of attic space, but yeah, yeah I don't want to be the people who keep up the stuff because then I look like the people who keep up the stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, so Predator of the Night's doing pretty well, this guy says. He also points that they do a day of a Jack Skellington from The Nightmare Before Christmas, yeah. also 12 feet. He says it's doing really well. Yeah. The character moves, sings songs from the movie pr- to him pretty well. Mm-hmm. The other decoration that's already sold out, as you guessed, it, another twelve foot skeleton. They came up with another one. This one's called Inferno. They released it in 2021, and this one, once again, is much scarier looking. It's got a jack o' lantern head, and it uh, and it's just creepier looking. Yeah, it's not it's not Skelly, it's Inferno. Really, the last two seem an awful lot of like. But anyway, he says that he feels like we're doing really well, but just everything's got to be bigger. Like, mm-hmm. nobody wants little. No. Like, the days of, I don't know if you guys are old enough to remember, used to get these things that, was, that were just, I don't, you can't even really find them anyway. It was just like, it seemed like melted plastic laid on top of each other that created a design. You know, it was a very 70s thing. You put it on your front door. It was a. A witch on a broom, uh, okay. maybe a pumpkin. And it was little pieces of plastic just stuck together. And that was that was your Halloween decoration. Now everything is just, everyone's got to have a fucking 15 foot. That's... Oh, there's a lethal lily. She's okay. <laughs> she looks good. Anyway, so you want another Halloween story? Because mm-hmm. it was a Halloween week. We're in it. We're in it. We still don't really know what we're going to do. Here's what I want to do. We our old neighborhood was popping. I mean, you could. It was unbelievable. I don't feel this neighborhood's going to be as good because, and this is not a joke. I'm. I mean, I, half the time I'm kidding when I talk about the gates. But most of the houses here are behind gates. Mm-hmm. It's not easily accessible to walk up into their front door. And yeah. it's kind of a weird, busy street. I don't really know why, because it is a dead end. But for some reason, there's a always lot of traffic. Cars. Yeah, there's always cars. A on lot it. of traffic. I don't know where the fuck they're going. Me neither. But uh, there's always cars on it. Anyway, uh, so yeah, it's 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 not as accessible. So I just don't think it's going to be as trick or treaty as our old neighborhood.
0: Real hilly too. I know a lot of that climbing, too, a lot of
1: hills. So I, it's just not going to be. Mm-hmm. So we got to find a place, an area where we can go door to door. My wife says she's on it. She asked a couple neighbors. They've given us some pretty good suggestions. But there's an area over here, it's kind of like what they called the village here in Woodland Hills. It's like an outdoor mall grove area. Mm-hmm. And they're having a whole thing. You they do a Halloween, a parade, of costume contest. It's all on Halloween from like four to eight. Okay. And I said, let's just go there. We'll go there. She could get in the Halloween parade. She could do whatever. She'll see the other kid. And my wife's like, it's not real trick-or-treating now. You can't. It's more fun knocking on someone's door and going to, you know, Claire's. Yeah. And having them give you candy. The girl working at Claire's giving you candy. Yeah. You know, oh, what'd you get from the girl at Baskin and Robbins? Yeah, but that's what it yeah. is. Yeah. Like, you go trick-or-treating at the stores. what the What the guy at Eddie Bauer give you? <laughs> oh, he gave me some thermal <laughs> sock. You know, but I, So maybe they're right. Yeah. Maybe we're not supposed to do that. I don't know.
0: I guess it is hard, though, because she doesn't really have any cousins her age, right? Does she have any younger cousins? Oh, I'm
1: sorry. Are we, are we
0: not providing her with enough? No, no. I Well, she needs a sibling. When he get <laughs> don't crackin', you d- don't get cracking, get cracking. D- don't
1: you fucking dare. Uh, yeah, but she, no, it
0: does seem like a good idea just because there will be a lot of people around her age. That's you know, what I'm saying. Yeah. She
1: does have cousins, but they live in Huntington Beach, two of the yeah. two boys, and they're, they're like eight. Yeah. They don't they're care
0: about her. They're twin boys, and so they don't care about trick her. Trick-or-treating can be a very solo project if you don't go with the family, you know?
1: She doesn't really understand it. She doesn't even like, you know, she, and then she get, kind of gets bored pretty quickly with it. She's like, yeah, I got enough. I feel like there's enough. Like, let's go de- back and eat it now. Yeah. Like, I've gotten six pieces of candy. Can we go eat them? Uh-huh. So it is, we don't really have to do it for hours on end. You do it for five houses. And I was like, "Yeah, let's
0: let's roll. Let's oh, get back to the house." Back in my day, it was like we could we could fill oh God, this re- thing up again. I remember, I yeah. remember
1: you'd go for hours. Yeah. But Now you can't because the, the people out there trying to um, they're trying to traffic you. Yeah. You know, so you don't want to stay out on the streets too long because they will. Gro- Alan, you saw it. You saw mm. Sound of Freedom. I saw it. Yeah. So if my daughter goes from you know five houses, good. House number six could be the trafficker. Yeah. Next thing you know, she's in. Sound. She has no... There's no freedom. No freedom. There's no sound. No sound. Okay, so I don't want to do that to her. I don't want her to have to be trafficked. So I'm not going to keep her out on the streets. Next thing you know, she's uh, being eaten by Oprah and Tom Hanks. You think I'm going to do that? No, absolutely not. Uh, Okay. Want to hear another?
0: Well, the sad... Part would be the police report last scene wearing a paw patrol uniform <laughs> <laughs> if,
1: if that's what you choose because yeah. it changes every day we have 15 costumes that she could wear right now and there'll be three more bought this week because she'll change them uh she was paw patrol last year by the oh, way Alex. Okay. she I'm was sorry. sky from paw patrol last year so i don't think we're gonna do paw patrol this year uh it's not a trick halloween candy is getting smaller i don't know if you've noticed but it is getting smaller um, the bag of dark chocolate Hershey's Kiss is now a couple of ounces smaller than it was before. The two-pack of Reese's peanut, cutter, peanut Butter Cups is a tenth of an ounce lighter Ooh, than it was last year. I'm upset. Cadbury Milk Chocolate Bars are about 10% smaller than they were last year. Consumers can partly blame shrinkflation, Ooh, yep. the phenomenon of manufacturers reducing the size of their products rather than increasing the price. So instead of like jacking up the price, we're mm-hmm. just going to give you less
0: product. I, this is my least favorite part of... The the Whoa. bad economy is the shrinking of things. Oh, I don't like it.
1: Is that right? Yeah. What now? What What are you having an issue? Is there anything? They've shrink
0: an my mini donuts, and it's a problem. It's becoming a problem. What mini? Hostess make? I mean, they're yeah, the ones you see. Oh yeah, they've they've probably taken 0. .4 ounces. Out is of that right? Yeah, it's a disgrace. <laughs> Oh I'm real God. upset. This guy is
1: really, he is fit to be tied. Every now, time, let me ask you a question. Every
0: time I see it, I'm just like, just raise the price. Okay, you're talking we about the ones 26. you see at
1: 7-Eleven. Yeah, like, you see them everywhere. Okay, but which ones do you get? Okay, the three, I believe there's a plain, a powdered sugar, and some sort of- There's a crumb. Crumb, that's There the is wine. a glaze. Oh, is there a glaze? There's a
0: chocolate on chocolate now. Oh, shit. Yeah, they've expanded a little. i got to get
1: out there more. So, which one do you choose?
0: Classic chocolate yellow cake. Chocolate, the classic. Chocolate, yeah, the classic mm-hmm. Right, the
1: classic. Okay, are you,
0: you might be a powdered guy. Are you?
1: Well, I do like those. Those are I pretty fun you. to have. Like when I go on my road trips, mm-hmm. that's fun to have in the in the dr- passenger seat. Easy to eat, yeah. easy to grab. No uh, melting. You know what yeah. I go for? I go for the crumb.
0: Crumb. Uh, yeah, I do like that. yeah, I like that. Go for the crumb. I do the crumb a lot too. Uh, I didn't notice. I, go it, I didn't notice these. shrink.
1: I didn't notice shrinkflation on them though.
0: That's how big of a problem I have. <laughs> okay. But,
1: well, yeah. over the past two years, companies have downsized mm-hmm. everything. Paper products, mm-hmm. salty snacks, uh, many other uh, consumer packaged goods uh, as their ingredients. Labor and transportation costs have skyrocketed. But it's also part of a years-long plan to make Americans treats l- like less calories, mm-hmm. too much sugar and everything, just make it smaller. Uh, Mars, Wrigley, Ferraro, owner of Nestle's American Candy Business, Ferrara Candy Lint, Russell Stover's joined forces to. Uh, they all joined forces. They yeah. This is like uh, the like the, a... the Avengers. Yeah. All the candies getting together <laughs> and saying, "Let's make everyone um, join forces to decrease calorie counts, offer a broader range of portion sizes, provide labeling that lists calories on the front of packaging." The nat- Look at your dad. What is, does he candy? Does he candy, or is it just soda? Soda. He's a he's a food guy. Is he chuckles? Remember those gross things? No, they were just like jellied sugar candy. Chuckles. I don't remember those. Oh, you could find them. You go to these vintage You know, you could probably find them in the gift shop at uh, Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel. I bet they got chuckles there. Oh, it was a terrible thing. Uh, National Confectioners Association. Oh, they have a National Confectioners Association.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you uh, know they. Last do.
1: month announced that eighty-five percent of chocolate and candy sold today comes in packaging that contains less than two hundred calories or fewer per pack nearly 100% of candies. You know, it's not working. None of this no. is working. I know they're trying, but are people sized is size decreasing or maybe health? No. I just is read a, life expectancy
0: going up? I don't
1: even know. I mean, I just read going a story down. about kids yeah. being, you know, there's a lot of a lot more kids being uh diabetic and mm-hmm. whatever. So who knows? 5 years ago we were behind the ball on front of package labeling says Christopher Gilsberger, spokesman for the uh National Confectious Association, yeah. and, and Party Pooper, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, anyway, he says, these four companies make up half of the market. They drove the remarkable change and rallied the rest of the industry. So everybody's on board now. Oh, my God, look at how much Kit Kats have shrunken in size. But if you wanted to, you could still go. Like, I remember years ago when... I remember that was a whole sto- big story in New York City with a mayor. I think it was Michael Bloomberg said, "No more big sodas. soda." Yeah, yeah, no more big uh-huh. soda. And people were, oh, how dare you, Wayne Ada And people were like, well, you could, I mean, you could still get a bunch of. So- if you wanted a bunch of soda, you could get a bunch of soda. Yeah. You can get as much. Soda is one of those things that it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. You want a lot of soda? Hey, Jim, don't. What are you getting all crazy when people are, like, picketing in the streets? Yeah. Go get a bunch of soda mm-hmm. and drink it,
0: you weirdo. Um, But, yeah, so that was... I don't, well, soda's another thing. The mini cans, that was never around when I was younger. I love you them. Know. I, I love yeah, them. I know, they're the best. I
1: like, every now and again, I like a little bit of Diet Coke. I don't like the whole can of Diet Coke. Mm-hmm. Although I do when I'm on a plane and the fucking... You know, flight attendant, those bitchy flight attendants, mm-hmm. you know how I feel about flight attendants yep. they, hey, I Listen, if any of you are flight attendants, God bless you. I know you're doing the Lord's work up there, mm-hmm. but you a did, lot of your peers, you don't are... got to take it out on me, <laughs> whatever you're angry about. <laughs> yeah. I'm not the problem. No. I don't make a fuss I, ever. Mm-hmm. I will I will choke to death in the in the back of the plane before I ask you monsters for anything. Mm-hmm. You're so mean to everybody Everything. about anything, so I won't even bother. So I just sit there quietly. But if you're going to come over and say, Would you like a beverage? And I go, I have a Diet Coke. And they'd pour me an ounce of Diet Coke. And a shot of it? Yeah. I'm like, Okay. Like, yeah. listen, do I want the whole can? Some airlines give you the whole can, some I don't. Like, can we come up with a full, like, let's get this guy, this confection guy mm-hmm. on the case over there and go, Listen, ever, all airlines, American, Delta, Pan Am, they still in business. Everybody, you everybody gets the can. Enough bullshit. Yeah, right. Because they sit there. What happens is they start pouring the diet coke. It bubbles up. Now they got to wait for it to bubbles to go down. Pour more. Bubbles up again. It's taking too much time. Yeah. Give everyone the can. You don't got to worry about this bubble up situation. You're you're back to sitting in the back with the other flight attendants bitching about how much you hate everybody on this flight (laughs) that you have fun with it. And do what you got to do, yeah. So, uh, they're not polite anymore, they're not even trying. But I believe I'm not going to blame them necessarily, it's, it's on it's, us. It's yeah, I, I see it, I see it. I'm like, God, if I were dealing with these people, mm-hmm. I'd be angry too, yeah. Like, it is just wild. I mean, it's just wild. And I'm on a plane every weekend, I see it, it's wild. But they, you know, whoever did it, people did. They made it miserable. Mm-hmm. So everybody's mi- they made the, the the plane, the seats, everything's miserable. Everything's too you close it, together. Yeah, it's miserable. Got to get naked to get in the building. Oh, it's just it's just a nightmare. But anyway, that's why that guy, Alaska Airlines. There's a story that just came over the wire, as we used to say. Yep. Uh he, he been, how many counts of attempted murder? I think 85? They gave him
0: 68 or something. eighty-five counts of attempted yeah. murder,
1: or something like that. Because he's a he was a co-pilot for Alaska Airlines, mm-hmm. and he tried to shut off the engine mid-flight. Yeah. Like he he want did he want to crash the plane or did he That's just want to I, just they, get, just relax for a few minutes? Yeah, they they like
0: have, it's so loud in here. Shut off the uh, engine. <laughs> <laughs> They've given no details, and they haven't assigned motive. But what does it say about this guy? He, but he me, did get... Off-duty Alaska Airlines pilot accused of trying to shut down the engines of a San Francisco-bound flight on Sunday is facing a federal charge of... But why does it
1: say off-duty? Was he off-duty he was, you when
0: know, it happened? Yes. Yeah, so he was in like a, a backup seat. Like, you know when uh, when they got an extra yeah. gal, and they're mm-hmm. flying her to... We're going to Oklahoma right, City. Right, right. Yeah. He was just in transit. So he's not As in the in cockpit. An, he, was, he was in the the ju- what they call the jump seat of the cockpit. Oh, so there's so, like two
1: guys in the cockpit, the pilot and the cobalt. Mm-hmm. There's another person He's sitting in there? like
0: behind them. Oh, and so he went for he went for the emergency engine shut off levers, whatever the mechanism yeah. is, and the other two pilots had to kind of subdue him. Handcuff him, take him out. Oh shit! Yeah. Really? Uh, he was ended up handcuffed. So he was, he was like lost his mind. Or yeah, something. but they haven't said why. What they've given nothing. too much soda, too much soda, maybe too much soda. Got that sugar
1: toe, uh, that sugar toe. Wow, so that's crazy. Yeah. So now he's in jail. I guess he's not yes. flying anymore. No, right?
0: no. Yes, he's in. jail. He's not like that
1: girl who said the motherfucker's not real.
0: Yeah, fucked oh, up. She's Everyone's still flying. flying, and then she's
1: back on a plane, all dolled up, yep. nice makeup on, mm-hmm. uh, flying every weekend now, still.
0: I guess he has come out and made a statement. I am not okay. That's all he said so far. Oh, okay. He's in, uh, eight on 167 charges, uh, including 83 counts of attempted murder, 83 counts of uh, attempted battery. I believe was the one I'd read. Oh man! And then a few accounts of tampering with a you know federal airline really things. So yeah, he's he's sitting on 167 charges. Oh, oh oh,
1: shit! So he's fucked, right? Yeah,
0: he's. It's not looking good.
1: Yeah. Uh, Okay. Well, there you go. So that's the situation over there. Uh, You want to hear some? Just uh, you want to hear some quick um, show business news? Yeah. Just quick show business news. Other than, you know, the Britney Spears book is out. So everybody. That's all anyone's talking about. The Britney Mm -hmm. Spears book. Um, I mean, if you want to, Kevin Federline. Britney Spears claims Kevin Federline being enthralled with fame. He loves fame, and that's what led to the divorce. Mm-hmm. There you go. That we hadn't heard that yet. You don't yeah. hear much about Federline. I wonder if she talks bad about Federline in it. You so, know,
0: I read she speaks glowingly of Sam Ashgari. That's what I'd read. Does she really? I heard that she had good things to say about him. He probably wrote it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, in the end, that's probably what he was doing there.
1: I mean, she obviously she did not write this book. Yeah, I obviously. Mean? So let's not get crazy. She did not write the book. Somebody else is probably credited Mm. with helping her out. Imagine
0: being the ghostwriter on that. Her answers must change from day to day, too.
1: Uh, Bachelor in Paradise, who cares about that? Katie Couric reveals she went on a date with Bob Saget. Mm. Katie Couric and kissed him. Okay. Okay, that's nice. Um, I don't care about... It's a little late for that. Real Housewives of New Jersey alum Lauren Manzo confirms her divorce from Vito Scalia. Oh no! Oh no! I love those two together. <laughs> Vito Sky, he was, and Manzo, she was good. Everybody, they couldn't work it out. Mm-hmm. They couldn't work out their fake relationship. Uh, T.J. Holmes, remember we used to talk about this guy? Yeah. T.J. Holmes, they've gone official. They on have? Instagram. T.J. Holmes and 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 Amy Roback. You know why they've gone official? Because everybody stopped talking yeah, about them. Yeah. Because they like, got nothing us. else. But yeah. There we go. We're huh. back talking about. Her. Uh and Derek Huff in the news. Derek Huff. Mm-hmm. He's over there on Dancing with the Stars. The judge now. Yeah. He's uh he took over for the, the guy who died, Len Goodman mm-hmm. died. And Derek Huff is now taking over. Piece. And he's good. Derek Huff's they're good. They're good. The Huffs are good. The
0: Huffs are she's
1: good, he's good. They tried to make her a big star. They wanted her to be a movie star. Yeah. Julia Huff. Julie- Juliana Anna Huff. Huff.
0: yeah. She was
1: with Ryan Seacrest for a long time. Remember that? Mm. They that was a cute couple. They were you wanted to see them work. Yeah. Unlike, um, you know, unlike uh, Lauren Manzo and Vito Scalia, you wanted to see uh, that uh, them work, Huff and, and Seacrest. Yeah. Two good-looking people. Uh, Almost looked alike, kind of mm-hmm. similar body types. Yeah. But anyway, it didn't work. They were together for a long time. Anyway, I think she's doing fine now. Mm-hmm. She's also on Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. I think she's like the host, and he's like a judge or something. Uh, they're brother and sister and they're not a couple. Some people thought they were a couple but they're not they're just brother. They're just Mormon brother and sister which is similar to being a couple. <laughs> uh, you know, it's a kind of a weird, it's a yeah. weird thing. Lost boys. Uh, yeah. Anyway, Derek Huff is recalling a frightfully hilarious incident that made him fear his friendship with uh, Jennifer Lopez was over. There's, there's A lot of these shows are, on in the afternoon. I keep reading it. Like, you, you'll you read a story about somebody, like that story I just mm-hmm. said. It's nothing to the story, so we're going to continue on with the Derek Huff Jennifer Lopez story. But he, he said it on the Jennifer Hudson show. like, Wait, what? The Jennifer Hudson sh- Yes, yeah. the Jennifer Hudson show. And then, like, oh, and then this guy said this on the Sherry Shepard show. I'm yeah. Like, what? Sherry Shepard? watching all this? I know. Who the fuck is watching? Like and then they have to get every one of them needs a celebrity guest on there, mm-hmm. so they all go on. You know, I'm Derek Hough's going on. Who the fuck wants to watch four, eight, six minutes of Derek Hough talk about anything? Yeah. So they got They all need a story. You know, what he got? Uh, did something fun with Jennifer Lopez nine years ago? All right, that'd be fun. Yeah. Let's talk about that. And then he read the story. Like, what? Yeah. You know, this is like celebrities. Who, it's, it's, it, nothing's funny. Yeah. So and Jennifer. Huh? Hudson? hmm I mean, I like her. She's a talented lady. But do we need a Jennifer Hudson talk show? No. Like, this is five days a week? The fuck is she possibly doing mm-hmm. to entertain us for five days a week? You know what? Kelly Clarkson did it. She was good. She did it. She goes, I'm going to come out in the beginning. I'll sing a song. You know me from singing? I'll sing mm-hmm. right up front. I'll bang out. And what she does, like, we do on cover to cover. Mm-hmm. Starts with a song. She'll take any, old, any song, cover it. Boom, and then you're like, oh, now we're up and running. bunch of yeah, bunch of yentas in the crowd, you know, clapping. <sighs> still wearing like I think they all wear masks and shit still, which yeah. is always so odd looking. But um, anyway, then they then they roll out a couple of guests, and she's. You know, a funny, engaging person with them. Still, she puts on the Southern thing real heavy, depending mm-hmm. upon who's her guest. Yeah. You know, Oprah used to do it too. And let's face it, Oprah mm-hmm. would put on a little bit of, a little more black when she was talking to mm-hmm. whoever. You know, she the had. A little, Oprah Grandma was Pink talk, it, uh, a little Yeah. Oprah's talking to, to uh, Meryl Streep. It was, oh, anyway, how was your. Uh, acting in that movie. Yeah. And then she's talking to Samuel Jackson, like, oh, ho, ho, my brother. Yeah. Yeah. So whatever, <laughs> everybody had fun. Hey. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, but I think that she does it a little bit with the Southern thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kelly Clarkson, she has somebody she on. She twangs so it up a she little. She twangs it up real yeah. Southern, which got Kenny Chesney on. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, it's Bless good. Bless your
0: heart. Yeah, yeah exactly. A lot of that. exactly,
1: Exactly. It's good, though. They're, she's good. She's a hit. Mm-hmm. And then Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore now at this point, because I think there's been some uh, some 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 chinks in the armor, as they say. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that uh, that she is starting, because of the SAG thing. They're phasing that, out. And she said, "I'm going to go back during the SAG the writer strike," mm-hmm. and she got some shit for that. And then she said, "I'm not going to go back." Then the writer strike was. They came to it. Uh, you know, they they worked it out, and then so she didn't have to go back. But then her writer said, you know what? We're not coming back anyway. Even yeah. though we've worked it out, we're not coming back. So it started to look bad for Drew Barrymore a little bit. And now, because I think that happened, where you if you watch Drew Barrymore for more than two episodes, it's almost like watching somebody kind of have a slow, complete mental breakdown. The Just the <laughs> way she interviewed, I know people have talked about this before, but now it's getting just, just I know she's kind of, quirky that's kind of her appeal she's Mm -hmm. a wacky
0: kind of quirky person she's like the wild ant. yeah exactly
1: and she's you know we all know her background and what she's been through and these drugs and alcohol and all this and she's cleaned it up and now she's leaving a good leading a good life but there's that person still underneath there that person still bubbling underneath Mm -hmm. you know i don't think it takes much i don't a couple of uh you know, people saying that this is a toxic work environment and she's back on the cosmos. Yeah. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yes. I think. But anyway, she's crawling around. She's so anyway, she's she's interviewing Julia Fox. I mean, she's gotta do what she's gotta do. She gotta five days a week. And Julia Fox wants to come in. All right, I guess I'll do all it. Right. So she says, you know, she's crawling all over the couch. Julia Fox is sitting there, two weirdos. And you know, now listen, I also say this as a person who's been in Barram Barramore. No, banana well, Bananamore. Banana Excuse. Excuse me. I've been on banana
0: Yeah, you were a featured act. I was of a banana more.
1: F- thank you. yes, comedy club. Comedy yeah, club. Yeah, yeah. You're right to say that. Alex. Yeah. <laughs> I see you hesitate. Bananamore. It took me a second to remember what it was Bananamore. called. Banana comedy club. I was on banana So I've been on the Drew Barrymore show. Yeah. In a way, not really from your house during the height of the pandemic they made me set up a comedy club in my bedroom that i had to build myself they sent it to me in a suitcase Mm -hmm. and had me put it all together and then i stood in front of a a fake comedy club that i built uh in my bedroom and pretend that i was performing at banana moore's which was drew barrymore's comedy club this is all real everybody you could find it it was embarrassing four minutes of my life but uh anyway uh so I've been on the show. So I'm not saying this. I'm not... You're not I'm, throwing shade. I'm not throwing shade. No. But watching that Julia Fox interview, it's it's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable mm-hmm. to watch. Mm-hmm. This week, I don't know what was more uncomfortable for me to watch. That interview with her and Julia Fox or uh, Taylor Swift and uh, and Mahomes' wife trying to come up with a uh, a, a, mm-hmm. a high five after a touchdown. Yeah. That was real uncomfortable to watch, too. Um. But she says to Julia Fox, she says, Drew Barrymore says, why don't you have a, a fashion line or we'll do like a fashion show? Mm-hmm. And, of course, Julia Fox goes, I am. I'm doing one. Yeah. I am doing one. And the a crowd applauds. <laughs> like, oh, good. This is what we needed. We've sold you know, five the world, tickets. The yeah. world is, is upside down. But, you know, the people in the audience are like, okay, mm-hmm. Julia Fox is going to have a fashion show. Yeah. They didn't say where. It's not going to be on the runways of Paris, I don't think. It's going to be at a at a Bob's Big Boy somewhere <laughs> in Ohio. <laughs> but anyway, she's going you know, to set up a runway, have some fun with it. And uh, anyway, so, so then Drew Barrymore goes, oh, wait a minute. And she gets up off the couch and leaves the set. So now Julia Fox is like
0: Yeah Did you have it here? I have I think I have what you're about to Well let's hear Let's he, is it, is it, I have the reveal You
1: wanna set yeah, it up? Yeah let's hear something Let's hear it Okay Let's hear some of it So uh, See if this is worth anything
0: Are you uh, Are you referring to When she comes back In yeah. a costume change? Okay sure Yeah You look amazing. That's Julia
1: Fox. Now, I guess Drew Barrymore went backstage and put on Julia Fox's outfits. Yeah. Something from her collection.
0: Almost like a Halloween costume. Being Julia Fox. Yeah.
1: Was when you showed your apartment. Oh, boy. Yikes.
0: (laughs) People watch this shit? People watch this (laughs) shit. Am I losing my mind? I mean... I mean, her apartment's a shithole, by the way. Well, I
1: mean, what is Julia
0: Fox's? She's barely holding it together. Yeah grand sort of unattainable life and I mean, yet be so down this is earth, where, this normal, chick was dating Kanye like West well, I mean that's he's a yeah, psychopath too, I is yeah. he is a barman? Get excited, <laughs> I'm sure it's bad like
1: it looks the strangest thing I've ever seen my whole life I've all right,
0: like all right.
1: lived out there So is, I can't tell which who's who is that Drew Barrymore or, that's or true, Drew Barrymore? Right, an embarrassing mistake the next yeah. it's Struggling also to make a living. This is like Frost this, Nixon. You know? This yes. is a yes. pretty yes. good interview. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! All right, everybody. Oh, we uh, that's that's the state of of that's show business. You know, show yeah. business has been dumb since the dawn of show business. Mm-hmm. Is, why am I shocked? There's nothing new. Yep. It, the people used to interview. You know, Johnny Carson used to interview people who had collected potato chips that looked like certain items. You know, and yeah. But I thought I always thought he made it funny. But who knows? Maybe that's just because I was into Johnny Carson.
0: I mean, it did feel like the point was to make it funny. I feel like a lot of people now, like these people are very serious. I think they're taking themselves way too serious. That's probably the problem. I mean, I'll,
1: I'll say this, though. I do like Drew Barrymore. I can't say that I don't like her. Yeah. There is a, definitely an appeal. I, I, I do understand. Mm-hmm. But she is a very kooky. And I think that's part of the fun. Yeah. You just never know what you're going to get. Like she could literally just have a complete breakdown. And I think people think, oh, it must be part of the show. Mm -hmm. All right, everybody. Speaking of having breakdowns, I think I'm having one right now. (laughs) Uh, Let's get out of here. Thank you all. I am coming uh, back on the road, back to places I haven't been for a long, long time. Very excited to get back out there. The live shows have been absolutely incredible. You are going to have one of the best hours of your life mm-hmm. if you come out to the places where I am coming which is the next one is Raleigh Raleigh uh, Good Raleigh, Nights
0: in Raleigh Good Nights
1: in Raleigh North Carolina and then the Charlotte Comedy Zone after that mm-hmm. that's the 15th of November a Wednesday night is Raleigh and then uh, Thursday night is Charlotte Comedy Zone love both those places excited to get back get the tickets at friendjola.fun or the websites of those comedy clubs cheap fun night out and then I come to Batavia, back to Batavia, Illinois, the Comedy Vault. I love that place. I had such a great time last time. And I will be there uh, November 30th and December 1st and 2nd. Friday and Saturday night, December 1st and 2nd. Then Hilarities in Cleveland, December 6th. Helium in Buffalo. Buffalo? Come on, Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Uh, Governors in Levittown, Long Island, my hometown, doing a lot of heavy Long Island material we're doing a whole pretty much an hour on the people of Long Island you should come to that and then the Stadmium Theater in Rhode Island is almost sold out Mm -hmm. so you better hurry that's Sunday night December 10th and then Comedy at the Carlson one of my favorite places that I never sell tickets I never sell but I'm this time I'm going to show everybody I'm going to show everybody and I'm coming to Rochester New York Comedy at the Carlson December 14th 15th and 16th and then that is the year we're wrapping up the year. Nice. And then Brad Garrett's Comedy Club in January 2024 from January 15th to the 20th. That's a week <laughs> in Vegas. A week in Vegas. Fort Worth, Texas coming after that. January 26th and 27th. Hyenas, Hyenas. in Fort Worth. How about the Off Cabot Comedy Club in the Boston area? Off Cabot in Massachusetts. That's February 2nd 3rd. There you go. More and there more and go. more. On and on and on. Never stops. Mm-hmm. All right, everybody. Thank you very much. What
0: do we got to get out of here on, Alex? Anything fun? Uh, I was going to... Yeah, you know what? I think you love this song, and I think that it it's not... Toxic a, by Britney no, Spears. No, it's oh. not. It's, uh, we have done it before, but I think it's kind of new. I think it's a new uh, staple for Halloween. I really Ow. do. Okay, let's hear it. I think that Unholy...
1: Can uh, be a full blown this,
0: Halloween song.
1: Really? Why do you say? It? But I'm. Not, I don't disagree with you.
0: I mean, it's a little spooky sounding. I do love this? song. It's a little, song. you know. I do love this song? It's a good one. Mm-hmm. Sam Smith. My nanny went to see Sam
1: Smith. <laughs> like, I was like, what did you do last night? She just went to see Sam Smith. Went, oh, okay. It's a good one. Who's he, girl? Who's his? Kim Petras? Kim Petras. Yeah. All right. Thanks everybody. Thanks for being a cover-to-cover. Cover. People, spread the word. Let everybody know you're a cover-cover listener, and tell them to listen too. We're doing really well, but we can always do better. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Bye bye.